time for a little Daily Dose. Hello everyone, and welcome to Daily Dose with Dre. I'm your host, Dre Hill. As always, you can find me on all social platforms at Hey It's Dre. That's H-U-Y-I-T-Z-D-R and the number three. Feel free to stop by and say hi, ask questions, or make recommendations for future podcast episodes. Now, let's get into this episode. I am so thankful and grateful to be back in this space recording, creating, and connecting with you all. And I'm thankful and grateful for you all who continue to show up and to tune in and see what I've got for you week after week. I I really appreciate that. Last week or last time or last episode, we talked about intent versus impact. And while we're not going to follow up on that conversation, I think the conversation we're going to be having today is very, not parallel, but they're, I don't even want to say synonymous, but they're in the same group. They're in the same club. They're like umbrellaed together, if that makes sense. Today, we're going to be talking about invalidating others' emotions and or experiences. And the reality is this, we have done it at some point in time of our lives. Not even intentionally, I would say, because again, intent does not necessarily correlate to impact, but we've done it and it's happened. Even in accident, even without our knowledge, even without us intending to, it has happened and it might happen again in the future. But I think this conversation is something that we can have to kind of guide our thoughts and processes as we move forward. So even when it does happen, we can try and circle back and correct ourselves and maybe clean up the situation because here's the deal there are people in our lives that we wished would open up to us more we want them to just come and tell us things freely we want them to express and articulate how they're feeling how certain circumstances or experiences are affecting them in their lives and just for them to know that we are a place and a space to hold room for their emotions Except the problem is, is that we're not. In reality, we are not those safe spaces. We are not those safe places. And so they're not going to seek us out to tell us the nitty gritty, deep, dark, vulnerable things because they're going to places and spaces where they actually do feel safe, where they actually do feel comfortable and where they feel like they will not be invalidated for having any kind of reaction response or experience to whatever it is that they're engaging with or grappling and before you get all defensive or throw a hissy fit or whatever and be like i don't know what you're talking about dre like over here me i i'm a safe space i uh, people over here are so safe like 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 you know everyone's emotionally uh, available and safe here like i i take all the emotions before we get like that let's just like step back and reflect how many people actually come to you to tell you things? That's the first question. Let's let's pause and absorb on that, right? Okay, we have our answer for that. The second thing is, in the grand scheme and the grand scale of the universe of their lives, are those things really big, major things, or are they small and minute? Do you find out about the major things from other people or like after the fact and not while that person or those people are going through those events and experiences? Or are are you one of the first people that they run and tell? 
Okay, okay, see, because now we're getting somewhere because if you're finding out that a lot of people are coming to you but they're not telling you anything that's of deep substance or value and you're always getting that information or finding out about that stuff after the fact, baby, you're not a safe space. You're not a safe space. That's why they give you the shallow information so that you have something to chew on. And that's assuming that they give you anything at all. You may not know nothing. You may think you know somebody and whole time you're getting this, not facade, but this carefully crafted and projected image that gives you just enough that you feel satisfied because you feel like you know everything that's going on. You got all the answers. It's not a problem. The reality is, is that many of us could do a much better job at being or becoming safe spaces for others, myself included. Now the caveat to this is like, no, you're not necessarily going to be a safe space for every single person on the planet or every single person that you come across. And I personally am of the belief that, that like that's okay. In the same way as you're not necessarily going to like every single person, you may not have the space, capacity, or desire to, to be a safe space for every single person. But on the ground floor, at the foundational level, there should still be some sense of uh, you know dignity and respect that you afford these individuals so if someone comes to you with stuff at the very minimum you should be courteous and kind and if you don't have the capacity or desire to hold space for them you could simply say hey i understand that you were looking for a safe space right now and i do not have the capacity or the desire to be that at this point in time can i suggest maybe some alternative individuals or sources that may be able to provide that for you at this time like we can we can do something like that we can articulate and communicate but let's not be like evil and indignant just because we don't have the capacity the energy or the desire to be a safe space for other people now on the flip side of that in order to be a quality safe space for the people that you want to be a safe space for a safe place for to hold room and emotions for you have to understand that you need to treat everything with value it's not a sliding scale it's not like oh this is small stuff and the big stuff is what's important all of it matters and all of it holds weight and it should hold weight equally unless and this is a very big like circumstantial caveat unless but unless that individual provides you some kind of context that's like hey this is something that like is is bothering me at this point in time i know that it's minute in the grand scheme of things i just need to express that so i can get it off my chest and move around because the reality is things that are minute to you or i may not be to that person it may be their whole world and or their whole universe especially at that point in time it may be all consuming and all that they can see even if there are other things on the horizon so we cannot take our perceived notions of what is big or small in their lives and you know grade eight or um scale them based on importance or relevance because the things that might be small might be the most relevant things to them at that point in time. And if you're not treating that with care, you're not a safe space. And while yes, you could always ask said individual, hey, do you feel like I'm a safe space for you? Do you feel comfortable sharing things with me? Depending on who it is or the nature of your relationship, nine times out of 10, they may not necessarily give you the whole answer assuming they even answer you truthfully. So it's best to maybe take a step back and just reflect on 
your experience and the nature of the way in which you receive information because if it's giving I'm not getting all the like the real major information until after the fact, you know, days, weeks, months later, and I might not even get it firsthand from the source. It's giving you're not a safe space, babe. It's it's giving they're going elsewhere and getting what they need from someone else. So if you are a parent, a sibling, a child, an aunt, uncle, cousin, boyfriend girlfriend husband wife whatever if you are a person and there is another person in your life that you feel like you struggle to connect with and get some of that more intimate information out of start by evaluating if you're a safe space and chances are you may not be or you may not be the safest of spaces and there are instances where maybe they just they don't know how to communicate with you but this is what you need to do once you've identified if you're a safe space or not start by apologizing and acknowledging that you may not have been the safest of spaces for them and then ask them how can i best support you and hold space for you what are things that you care about that you feel like i may be overlooked and validated or did not hold enough space for because if all you were doing was holding space for the big things but you didn't you didn't hold any space for that one time that they got excited about that passion project or this one thing that upset them but was kind of minuscule but they just needed to feel their feelings for a second without being invalidated you're you're not going to be the safe space you're not going to be the safe place because they're going to remember that in their moment of need when they just wanted to be seen and heard and felt you said over that kid a little stuff gone somewhere that and they did they went somewhere else where someone saw that allowed them to experience and be and then we were able to look back at it circumstantially be like that was really small in the grand scheme but i understood and i understand that you needed that time to simply feel and process and feel seen in that moment without feeling like you were judged for reacting over something that might have been really small especially since we don't know if that was like the last straw in a series of compounding interest of issues and emotions and experiences. Let me wrap this up before this episode get too long, child. Just, just to recap, if you don't feel like you are a safe space or you don't feel like the people coming to you have this sense that you're a safe space, take a second to reflect, evaluate where maybe you're going wrong, acknowledge that and apologize to them and then ask them, how you can best show up to reflect a safe space for them and then once you get that information you need to live that out some people they just want you to listen don't give them any advice just listen let them feel what they're gonna feel let them say what they're gonna say and just listen that's it some people want you to help talk them through it like a therapist some people they just want to sit just just be in my presence while i do whatever i do whether we sit whether we talk whether we just lay on the floor and cry whatever but meet the people where they are, let them tell you what they need from you and how you can best show up for them, and watch that safe space flourish. Watch the things happen, the emotions fly, the secrets be shared. Just, just watch the beauty and, and the strength of the relationship form, establish, build, and get stronger. Just, just watch. Just watch. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Let me get out of here, though. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you did, I'd love to hear about it. On Apple Podcasts, not only can you rate, but you can review this show. That lets people know what you think, that lets me know what you like and want more of, and that also pushes the show on Apple Podcasts' algorithm, allowing new listeners to come into contact with The Daily Dose of Dre Show. Similarly, you can do the same thing on Spotify. Well, maybe not so much the reviews, but you can definitely leave ratings. And for those of you who do listen on Spotify, make sure that you check out each episode's show notes in case there's a quick poll or maybe a question that you can respond to that gives me more insight and feedback into what you want for future episodes. If you want to take your support of the show a step further and get financial with it, oh yeah, we can do that. At the very bottom of each episode's show notes, there's a link that says support this podcast. And here's what you can do when you click that. The link will take you to the listener support page for this podcast on Anchor. From there, you'll be able to set up your own personal monthly contributions to the show, either at 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. With those contributions and your support, I'll be able to continue making this podcast. Whether it's hardware, software, opportunities for me to learn and grow as a podcast creator, developer, and host, or opportunities to network with other shows and their hosts in order to create great content for you. Either way, with your contributions, this show continues to be made and hopefully continues to be elevated. Now, don't forget, I want to hear from you guys. So feel free to reach out to me at my email address, heyitstray at gmail.com. That's H-E-Y-I-T-Z. DR and the number three at gmail.com and then additionally on social media at Hey It's Stray. H-E-Y-I-T-Z-D-R and the number three. Talk to me about what's going on in your lives. Talk to me about stuff that you want to hear on the podcast. Hey, just talk to me. But that is it for this episode. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll have another one coming your way real soon. One love. One people, one world. Peace.